welcome to episode two of Beauty in Chaos podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Heiberger of White Pine Photography, and I am so excited that you are here. Week one was so much fun, and I was extremely humbled to have so many of you participate and push yourselves out of your comfort zones in order to really nail the self-portrait challenge. I really loved the wide range of entries we got over in the Facebook group. There was some self-portraits that were fun, to moody, to some showcasing the beauty of motherhood, which is my absolute favorite. So many amazing shots where I can tell that you guys understood the assignment. I am so proud (laughs) because they are very vulnerable to take and even more vulnerable to post. So thank you for sharing that piece of your heart and talent with me last week. This week, we are back with a brand new fun challenge, Harsh Light. Luckily, this is not a self-portrait harsh light challenge, and since we are typically behind the lens instead of in front of, this week will hold its own difficulty, but won't have all of that vulnerability to it. So I am very excited to see what everyone brings to the table. So without further ado, let's dive in, and as always, let's challenge, create, and turn beauty into chaos. So for today's episode, we are going to be talking about the how of harsh lighting, the when of harsh lighting, and the why of harsh lighting. I am also so excited to announce that we have a guest speaker on today's episode. It is Chrissy Botts of KBotts Photography. If you are curious as to why I selected her to be today's guest speaker, just go and check her out on her social media and it will be abundantly clear. Her talent speaks for itself, of course, But one thing that she is the queen of, in my opinion, something she just nails effortlessly and so artistically is harsh light. So it was a given whenever I decided to have a guest speaker on today's episode, it just had to be her. And I am so thankful that she agreed to join us today. So we will hear from her towards the end of the episode. So be sure to listen all the way through to hear her insight on harsh light. Okay, so the first topic that we are going to cover with harsh light is the how. How do I capture harsh light? Do I need to change my settings? Is anything else going to be different? Those are the questions that might be running through your mind as you start to think about this week's challenge. So if you Google it, which I don't recommend, just like if you have an illness and you decide to Google it and it tells you that you have cancer, if you Google anything photography related, you're going to get these general rules. Let's throw all of those rules out the window. I guarantee you, you will Google it and you will hear something about sunny 16 and it is going to tell you to put your aperture at 16. You do not have to do that. Um, In fact, I don't recommend it. That is for if you are shooting, you know, broad daylight, nine o'clock in the morning, noon, something like that. That's just what you're going to find on Google. And we as artists and photographers who have been doing this for a while using manual mode, we know that that is really not necessary. So With that being said, you can do harsh light in the middle of the day. It can be harsh light in the sense that it is 12 noon, or it can be harsh light in the sense that it is still sunset where you're a little bit more comfortable shooting, but you are purposely letting the light shine onto your client on certain parts of of their body, their face, um, things like that. It does not mean that it has to be in the middle of the day, although you can challenge yourself and do that and they can turn out gorgeous as well. So as far as the how, you are going to want to change your settings just a little bit. You will shoot with a different aperture than you would for side lighting or backlighting, for instance. I typically like to shoot wide open at 1.4 or 1.8. Whenever I am shooting harsh light, I do turn my aperture to a higher number. 
Sometimes it can be in the threes, four range, somewhere in there because you are going to have quite a bit more light coming into the camera depending on how you're shooting. Otherwise, just shoot whatever looks good to you and what is comfortable to you. There's no right or wrong. I know a lot of people like to have a lower ISO at all times. I personally am not that type of photographer. I will not sacrifice my shutter speed. That is my favorite setting to have a certain way. So I often shoot with a higher ISO than most just to maintain a faster shutter because I like to have motion in my photos. So there is no right or wrong on the how, although you may it, depending on when you decide to shoot, need to let a little bit less light into your lens. But as we know with the lighting triangle, that does not have to be the aperture. You can do that with your shutter speed or your ISO as well. So the how, we are, we've kind of covered the camera settings. So let's just move on to how to actually capture this harsh light. One thing that you're gonna to wanna to keep in mind is how shadows can change a face. Just like with newborn photography, everyone says, oh, avoid, you know, up lighting, up the, up the baby's nose, right? That's something that we hear all the time. You need to really be aware of this whenever you are using harsh light because you can actually accentuate, I, I, I don't want to say flaws because I don't believe anybody has any flaws, but you know what I mean. You can make a nose look big. You can make a forehead look like a six head. There's a lot that you can do with just lights and shadows. So you want to be careful how you are placing the light on your subject's face and let's accentuate what we want to accentuate and not the things that we don't like noses or or anything like that so the how you need to be really particular about where this harsh light is hitting your client I also recommend if you are doing this at sunset and you're trying to get more of kind of that moody feel that maybe you only have one to two subjects um, occasionally trying to do it with like a whole family can be kind of tricky although not impossible so challenge yourself however you want but those are my tips on the how is if you are letting in quite a bit of light for these harsh light images don't let so much light flood your lens you may have to adjust some settings and you need to really pay attention to where this light is landing on your subject because we want it to be artistic and and dramatic and, and have all that beautiful kind of contrast and shadowy look to it but in all the right places so the next question is when when do i shoot to achieve this harsh light look and luckily the answer is anytime you want to. You can do it in the middle of the day and really challenge yourself because you're gonna have overhead sun that is just shining right down. You'll really wanna be careful with your shadows and where you place your subject. You're gonna do a lot of lifting chins up towards the light. You may have to do a lot of eyes closed type of poses so that they're not squinting, but you can get really artistic and have fun with it. I have done a lot of headshots at retreats and things like that that are in the middle of the day and you can make that work and it is a really fun challenge for light probably the biggest challenge um, in my opinion you can pick up some some say flowers that are around you and have your subject hold those up to get those shadows on the face the silhouettes shadows of the flowers so beautiful I can think of a lot of ways to challenge yourself holding up something that is lace uh, to put that type of shadowing on their face so fun a lot of options there you can also do it inside, inside of a studio or inside of your home with the sun just shining through the window. Look around your house and see where you see harsh light hitting the walls of your home or your studio. I'm looking right now and I see some that is hitting my studio walls and it has really cool lines and like dappled light through it just from the window. So you don't have to go outside. If it's cold where you are and you don't have anyone to photograph, put a kiddo in that spot in your home where the harsh light is against the wall and try to make magic with that. There are so many different ways to do so. 
Also, of course, our favorite time for most people to shoot is sunset. You absolutely can do it at sunset as well. You will just face your subject into the light or perhaps you will come out away from the shade. If you're starting kind of early when the sun's still high, you can have them turn into it or just rotate and do a side light that has landed harshly in some areas on your subject. Then you're gonna have a little bit more of that even golden light to work with and it's still harsh light. It's just, you know, my, my favorite <laughs> version of harsh light is that golden gooey goodness. And you can do some really artistic shots that way. And so that is the win. Literally any time and anywhere you can make that work. So this will be an easy to do challenge. As far as the why, why would we wanna do harsh light? Number one, it's something that most of us as artists avoid like the plague we want to backlight and side light and hang out in the shade and get those safe shots. So this is just pushing us artistically, challenging ourselves to do something new, stepping out of our comfort zone and shooting for fun, shooting for our hearts and just you know, fueling your own creativity and your own soul and passion with photography is something that can keep you from getting into a, a rut. Sometimes we have almost becomes monotonous because even though this is our passion is also for most of us, our careers. So this is something to keep you just excited about photography. So that's a why. And then of course, whenever we actually think about the photo, so say you were taking photos of an actual client, why would you do harsh light? So a few more tips before we dive into the why, why do harsh light photos, which of course is subjective. Everybody's going to have a different answer for that, but I'm just going to share my why with you. But before we dive into that, a couple other tips that just popped in my head are the how you expose these harsh light images. If you are somebody who really likes to underexpose your images, you will want to avoid that whenever you are shooting most harsh light scenarios, not all, but most. You will want to expose more for their skin, trying to close match their skin to the background of the image, the bokeh area, if you will, so that it's easier to edit a little bit more consistently. However, if you're going for a little bit more of a moody drama image, then that could be different just depending on your backdrop. But for me, the way that I like to edit, I find that those harsh light images need to be exposed a little bit more true to the naked eye in order for the editing to be successful. So the why, why would we shoot harsh light? For the drama, <laughs> for the drama of course, for the artistic value that it brings, for the, the fun angles and contrast that you can add into your photo, you're gonna get these really sharp shadow lines on your subject and it is something really cool. Imagine having the shadows and the lights through a blind. So the shadows that that puts on your wall whenever you're thinking about the blinds in your home is a, a line of, of light and then a line of dark, a line of light, a line of dark, right? Imagine having your subject's eye right through the, the, the light parts and the next is like a harsh line of shadow across the face and then the light and you try to line that up to that like the eye and maybe like part of the mouth is in that light part and that's what you're really focusing on. Think of the drama and the, the just the fun artistic value that that brings to a photo. It can really set the mood for the gallery. If it is maternity, especially, oh my gosh, I love harsh light on maternity. It's something so beautiful to capture anyway. Motherhood is just one of my absolute favorite things to capture. So imagine a mom kind of snuggling in on her baby bump. The wind is blowing. She's got harsh light across part of her face. You have her close her eyes and take a deep breath in. Her dress perfectly blows. Like, am I painting the coolest picture or what? And imagine it with the really cool, 
shadows and contrast and just drama and art to that photo. That is the why, is just having fun with photography. So I really challenge you guys this week to do at least one harsh light photo if it's in a regular session or like I said in your house, if you live somewhere chilly, I know it's still yucky outside a lot of places, give me at least one. Put it in the Facebook group for an opportunity to be featured in the Beauty and Chaos magazine. I would absolutely love to feature your, your art and, and just see how your mind works as an artist and for us all to see each other's work and lift each other up. That is really one of the biggest goals of this podcast is to bring us all together, give us something fun to do and to uplift one another as often as we can. So without further ado, we are now going to go into the interview portion of this podcast. I appreciate you guys listening to my thoughts on it, but now let's hear from the Harsh Light Queen herself. I hope she doesn't mind me calling her that, but actually I'm changing it. She is the Beyonce of Harsh Light. Okay, Chrissy, thank you so much for being with us here today. It truly means so much, and you are the first ever guest star of Beauty and Chaos podcast. Well, I just want to say that I am so incredibly humbled and honored to be here with you, and I'm so excited about this podcast and to watch everyone who's participating, to um, watch them grow and challenge themselves and just really play around with all these different scenarios. So thank you for including me, and I'm really, really excited to dive into Harsh Light. And yeah, thank you, thank you. Okay, so one of my first questions, the first thing I'm wondering, because you are so good at Harsh Light, is what do you personally find most challenging about Harsh Light? Because I feel like it is a a challenge for most people and you make it look effortless. To be most challenging about shooting in harsh light is also what I find to be the key to creating a captivating harsh light image, and that is control. I find that when I'm in complete control of my subject, my image is much more flattering and captivating. So when I position somebody, I'll literally you know, raise their chin half an inch, I'll turn their forehead in, I'll bring their hand down, I will control as much as humanly possible. Um, The drop between light and shadow is very prominent, therefore it can either be incredibly flattering and powerful, or it can work in the opposite direction, which would cause what some people might consider flaws to be highlighted and accentuated. So when I'm shooting in harsh light, I prefer only one to two subjects so that I'm able to maintain that control and create that beautiful, captivating portrait. Oh, I love that answer. Yes, harsh light can be in the shadows can be very captivating. I think that you worded that so perfectly. And so with that all being said, and with you just being so talented at harsh lighting, would you say that harsh lighting inspires you more than other lighting scenarios? Or is it something you just like to include in your work for, you know, just you like it just as much? Uh, How much does harsh light inspire you? Because I know that just because you are taking these images that are inspiring so many, does it inspire you personally whenever you are taking that type of shot? I am very obviously incredibly inspired by harsh light. I find that in the appropriate circumstances, it can give a whole different mood to your set. 
Um, that's why I often refer to harsh light as a vibe, and it really is. It's, it's just a whole vibe. <laughs> I feel like before there were rules and trends in photography, it was more about documenting and telling the story of now. And now doesn't always exist in the golden hour or backlit or in sun flares. Now is spontaneous and it's perfectly imperfect and harsh light to me feels very nostalgic and retro and I just couldn't love it more. Yes, it is very nostalgic. I am loving your answers and I love your passion that you have for photography and for harsh light. I am so glad that we are able to kind of pick your brain just a little bit about this. So do you edit differently when you've shot harsh lighting? Do you find that you are doing anything different in post? I do edit differently, but I still am consistent with my brand. So hopefully, you know, if you see a harsh light set of mine and then you see something that's in blue hour or backlit or in safe light, you can still tell that it's my work. Um, there are just a few key factors that you need to take into consideration to change up when you are editing in harsh light. Obviously, it's going to differ for each artist based upon their eye and their style. Um, generally, I really like my harsh light images to be true to life and true to color. I am actually hosting a retreat in Utah in July, which will have a very large focus on harsh light situations and editing. So I don't want to give too much on editing um, just so as not to devalue their education. But my biggest piece of advice is to always get it right in camera. And that's with anything. But really with harsh light, you have to get it right in camera. Don't ever overexpose and just practice. Practice makes perfect. That sounds so exciting. Congratulations on your retreat. And yes, you want to definitely honor people who have made that investment, totally understand. But yeah, I think that you are are nailing it whenever you say that you will stay true to your brand, but you will edit it just a little bit different. I feel like I am very much so the same. Those are the images that I don't make quite as vibrant. And those are the images that I like to add a little bit of haze to or a little bit of grain to for me personally. So every artist is going to be different. If you're listening to this and you're wondering, well, should I edit mine differently or leave it how I typically edit? I think that as Chrissy mentioned, practice makes perfect. You may start to play around with the image in post and try several different editing techniques. Try a couple different styles. You know, of course, with presets, you want to tweak them always. So start from the ground up with, with your most commonly used preset if you want to, and then see if you want to tweak it up and change it. Because I personally love colorful and bold edits with a lot of contrast and, and kind of a creamy skin tone. But with harsh light, I'm just really personally inspired to do black and whites, which is very rare for me and very inspired to do like haze and grain. And that's not how I typically edit. So there's no rule book. And, and if you think there is one, just throw that out the window and just have fun with it and play around and see what you end up with and what you, you want it to look like and just stay true to your brand throughout. And you can do so while playing around with your edits. You truly, truly can. So last question, um, thank you so much for, for being here and for answering everything. But last question, what do you like the most about your harsh light images? It is all about the mood for me. Um, drastic changes between light and shadow that you can get, can't get in any other situation can really create images that have such a mood, such drama. They captivate in a way that no other lighting situation can. 
Um, I know that harsh light is so intimidating and it's not always the trendy thing to do, but going against the grain is kind of my MO. So it was something that I really set out to learn from the beginning of my career. Um, I encourage every artist to get out and play with harsh light and do it in a way that inspires you and brings life to your soul. Um, don't ever compare it to what anybody else is doing. And if it feels right to you, it's right. Um, I promise that once you're comfortable with it, you will shoot little bits of harsh light in any session that you have moving forward. Well, thank you, Chrissy, so much for being here and for talking about harsh light. I love that your passion for it is just as powerful and strong as your talent for it. So thank you for being here. That was all so inspiring to hear. So we are going to go ahead and wrap up this week's episode. I cannot wait to see the harsh light images that you guys create. Make sure and have fun with it. Make sure and don't feel intimidated. Push yourself and show off whatever you come up with. We are going to meet back up here again next week for our third episode of Beauty and Chaos. And next week's topic and challenge is detail shots. One of my absolute thing, favorite things to put into any gallery is a detail shot. We are going to discuss how to know what details to capture for each family because everybody's family's story is different and you want to honor that family at their session. So we're going to talk about how to know what details to capture how to capture those details, how to edit them, how to make a diverse gallery from all of the shots, from the pullbacks, the close-ups, the snuggles, the, the wide shots, the, all, all of the above. But how do we sprinkle in the detail shots and what do they mean to our clients and what do they mean to us as an artist? So until then, remember to inspire, create, and uplift.